Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday, October 17th, 2018, and welcome to episode number 123 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show. This is WCWS Roast. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw on the line as we get to talk about the latest here in pop culture, everything from sports to music, you name it, we will definitely talk about it here tonight. Joining me here, of course, to help me call, as they say, the play-by-play, is the Iceman, J.D. Girardi-Duralamo. J.D. is, of course, a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, we should also be expecting the human suplex machine, John Gross, coming in momentarily as well. But for now, let's welcome J.D. to what will be a really good time tonight on episode 123 of Outside the Ropes. Good to be here. Of course, as we always do, ladies and gentlemen, we bring you, of course, the latest pop culture news coming up from our friends at 411mania.com. Plus, also, JD will be bringing you some <clears throat> bringing you some stories from the sports front, as well as the box office report and other stories of interest as well. Uh, we also are going to have a special story here from the human suplex machine once he uh, comes on comes on the line here momentarily. And also, folks, we'll have uh, JD and John will go at it. In a, in a in a big time pop culture around around a pop culture jeopardy as we always do here each and every Wednesday evening. <clears throat> if you want to join in, and on the phone here tonight on OTR number one twenty three, please feel free to give us a call one six zero five five six two zero four four four. Once again, that is one six zero five five six two zero four four four. Call ID one four one three eight seven pound. And press that one if you want to chime in on everything that we do have to talk about here tonight. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and get things going here as I will start things off with some stories coming in from our friends at 411mania.com, which we do, which uh, we do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WWS radio network <clears throat> for uh, allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows in the radio network each and every day during the week. Of course, as including Revolution. Outside of the ropes, Power Hour, Raw Radio, and others. Uh, let's see here. Um, well, let's see. Yeah, there you go. I think we got a good one out here. A very interesting way to start things off here, folks. So let me make sure I can get the get this. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. Uh, Joseph Lee brings us this story here tonight as a new version of the classic MTV show, The Real World, is coming. Book watch. Let's see what this is all about here. Uh, TV line of the real world for Facebook preparing the series to follow a group of strangers forced to live and work together. The reboot will allow fans to know who season begins. The cast will talk with fans through Facebook Live and watch party. More meeting elements coming along. 
um, content planning is Raj Watt. That's why the print is this. Facebook watches TVs are real generation vision idea of to find common ground on the issues that often divided them. Watch and Muna Murray Productions, we have the opportunity to impact culture and create a new genre of television all over again while engaging the next generation of content consumers around the world. Uh, JD, what do you think about this reboot, the real world coming back in a form here? Well, let's just say they better have an idea of what they're doing because if not, it's going to suck. Yeah. Anyone remembers I barely hear you. JD, can you hear me? I can hear you a little bit. And I'm not having any problems on this end. I'm everything. Okay, I can hear you now. Hear me? Okay. on Twitter. You're breaking up all. I don't have any problem. I am. Huh. You want to call back in? Let me try calling back yep. in. Yeah. Okay, I can do that. Very 
physics. Hubris Shock. I can't hear you. Well, I can hear y'all fine, and I can. And yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I can hear you now. I can hear you now too. Okay. Okay. All right. What I mean, the thing about it is, apparently, Roseanne. Uh, this pretty much just to sum it up here, guys. Let me go ahead and tell you what, what the story was about. Roseanne apparently uh, lashes out at the people behind the show, the Connors, for killing off her character. And apparently, uh, it's, it almost sounded like that the network was not really being remorse, was not, was not, was, was, did not have any remorse for doing it, despite, of course, what the thing that the situation that took place because they had to do all this. What was your take on this, JP? You know, she bitched about it and bitched about it and bitched about it, Howard. You know what? Get over it. Plain and simple. Get over it. And as far and as I would the show have goes, to say the same thing too. And as far there as the go. show goes, I did watch and I did watch it today, Howard, since I DVR'd it last night, Howard. I gotta say, I was very disappointed. I really was. I don't think it's gonna last very long, however. I think with all the backlash that's come down on this, Howard, I mean if it does last long, I will be surprised. I just, I just don't see it happening. I really, really don't at this point, Helen. Well, it's very successful because of the What's that? Because of Roseanne. Well, it's because of Roseanne, and it's also because I think ABC does not want to just really get caught up in the blame. I mean, ABC's had enough hell to go through. I mean, seriously. I mean, do we need to have this continue to be a pressing issue? I mean, Roseanne embarrassed herself and her co-stars by doing this whole thing. And then she said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean for it to come out this way. I didn't mean for my uh, whole uh, cast to be embarrassed about it. Well, guess what? What did you do last night? Oh, that's right. You acted like a total jackass in every sense of the word, Howard, by tweeting, however, this and that, however. And you said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, however. I mean, you guys are just uh, trying to kill me off, however, this and that. However. You know, quit your belly aching. Quit your whining. Just take your medicine and like it. I'm here. I would say the same thing, too. Like I said, I mean, it's uh, I mean, that right there, pretty much, like I said, kind of took the cake right there for me. It does take the cake. It does. It does. Because 
could have been absolutely they were they Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, so that's all I'm going to bring here tonight, here, guys. Before I turn things over to JD, uh, John needed to he needed to bring to our attention. Let's go, let's go ahead and let uh, John get his taken care of, and then JD, I'll turn things over to you for your uh, for, for your stories here. So go ahead. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, indeed. As you all know, last night in wrestling was the 1,000th episode of SmackDown anniversary of SmackDown. Um, the viewership for SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen, was very, was very interesting. And ladies and gentlemen, I can say for the first time since December of 2016, well, for the second time of since the brand split happened, SmackDown beat Monday Night Raw in viewership. And let me and let me grab the ratings right here. I mean look at the uh the viewership. We can get it up, hold on. Okay. Alright. The SmackDown viewership went 2.545 million viewers, up 19.2 points from last week's 2.135 million viewers. It was number nine in viewership for the nine on cable for the second week in a row behind the MLB American League Championship Series game, the MLB National League Championship Series game, the 8 p.m. NBA game, the 10 p.m. NBA game, Hannity, Tucker, Carlson tonight, the in Graham Angle, and the five. It was number five in the 1849 demographics this week behind the two MLB games and the two NBA games. Now, in comparison, Monday's WWE Raw drew 2.397 million viewers. That was up from last week's 2.374 million viewers. SmackDown topped Raw viewership by 6.2, and this will be the second time SmackDown defeated Raw in viewership since the brand split. Now, that, the first time was back in late 2016, as December 27th episode drew 2.885 million viewers, compared to the 2.855 million viewers that the red brand drew that week. So congratulations go out to SmackDown for beating Raw in the viewership. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. There. Thank you very much there, John. I do appreciate that. We'll talk more about that during the evolution here a little bit later. Now, folks, let's go ahead and go over to the Iceman Jerry Tomorrow, who had your October support and also Venom continues to strike in audiences for the second week in a row, and it definitely struck again this week. With 35 more million added to its budget already, uh, 35 more million this week on a budget of 100 million, it's already made 142.1 million in just two weeks. Meanwhile, Stars Born continues to shine bright, however, as it made another 28.4 million, and in just two weeks' time, the 36 million dollar budget movie, however, has already grossed in 94 near 90. $6 million, it was $95 million. First Man, signing Ryan Gosling on a budget of $59 million, didn't do too bad in its opening week, however, finishing third with $16 million. Goosebumps 2, Haunted Halloween, definitely scared up audiences to finish number fourth with $15.8 million on a budget of $35 million. And Smallfoot, however, felt a little smaller this week, dropping a couple spots from third to fifth, however. In its third week, however, on a it has already grossed in $57.3 million and took in another $9 million. Meanwhile, new movies out this week include the following, however. Hilary Swank and Michael Shannon with Blythe Tanner starring What They Had. Bridget, played by Swank, however, turns home with her brother's uh, urging to deal with their ailing mother and their father's reluctance to let go of their life together. The mid-90s, however, is directed by Jonah Hill from Superbad, 
However, it stars Catherine Watterson and Lucas Hedges. It follows Stevie, a 13-year-old in 90s-era L.A. who spends his summer, however, navigating between his troubled home life and a group of new friends that he meets at a Motor Avenue skate shop. Can You Forever Forgive Me? Sorry, Melissa McCarthy and Richard E. Grant, however, stars Lee, McCarthy as Lee Israel, falling out with current haste. She turns her art form to deception, an adaptation of the memoir and true story, Can You Ever Forgive Me? The true story of best celebrity biographer, Lee Israel. And I know you're going to like this, Chad, and I know you're going to hate it, too. Halloween. Yes, folks, Michael Myers returns after 40 years, however, and this time, Lori comes to her final confrontation with her brother, the masquerader who has haunted her since escaping, however, from his uh, mental institution four decades ago. Judy Greer and David Gordon Green, however, also star in this movie. Meanwhile, for you sports fans, however, we got an action-packed day and then some, however, if you will. Right now, Game 4 of the NLCS is going on as we speak in Chavez Ravine, Los Angeles. Clayton Kershaw got the nod this afternoon after we thought he had had the nod last night. The Dodgers ended up winning late into the night last night in 13, 2-1 to get back in the series and tie it at 2-all. Right now, it is 1-1 in the top of the sixth inning right now in Los Angeles. While later tonight, however, Boston will be playing Houston at 8.40 in Game 4 of that series. Ex-Pittsburgh Pirate pitcher Charlie Morton will get the nod for the Astros to try to save their season and get into the series at two all heading back to Boston, while the Red Sox are going to try to take one step closer, however, to the uh, National World Series, if, you, if they can go up 3-1 tonight. Meanwhile, however, a few football fans, however, Denver and Arizona, however, will be playing tomorrow night, however, on the Thursday night game of the week, while this Sunday night's game should be interesting between Cincinnati and Kansas City and Kansas City, however. Meanwhile, the Monday night game will pit Eli Manning and the New York Giants and Odell Beckham traveling down to Hotlanta, GA, if you will, to take on Matt Ryan and the Falcons. The Giants, of course, however, have created some controversy with their ownership this week as their owner, John Mara, had some choice words to say a few days ago, or shall we say in the last 24 hours, of their star players, Eli Manning, the 37-year-old brother of Peyton Manning, and Odell Beckham Jr., the wide receiver. I'm just having my dessert here. Uh, for the uh, New York Giants. And speaking of... Baseball, Howard. Today is a significant day in Pittsburgh sports history, believe it or not. First, in 1971, the Pittsburgh Pirates, however, took on the Baltimore Orioles in the Fall Classic that year, and Steve Blass, the ex Pittsburgh Pirates pitcher, now sports announcer for the Pirates, won Game 7 for the Pirates as Roberto Clemente hit a fourth inning home run, however, to give the Pirates an early 1 nothing lead. The Pirates, however, who were down 0 2 in the series going into Game 7, however, made this definitely a seven-game series to never forget. Clemente, in his next-to-last year as a Pirate, however, hit 414 that series, however, to lead all Pirate hitters, however, and get on base every time. It was, I believe, the first and only player, as far as Latin America goes, to do so, however. But the story here was that the Pirates came back, however, to win the series here in seven games and clinch Game 7 in Baltimore's Memorial Stadium, however, 2-1. to one. Blast, of course, got the win in his second victory of the series in that game, however. But it was Clemente who took home the MVP honors, however, finishing with an incredible series, however. Fast forward the clock eight years later, however, the circumstances were pretty much the same thing, only this time it was Baltimore on the upper end, 3-1. to one. The Pirates came back to tie up the series at 3-all and forced Game 7, however, that saw President Jimmy Carter attend the game that night. As a result, the Pirates, however, won Game 7 of the World Series thanks to Willie Stargell's two-out home run, however, in the sixth inning that put the Pirates ahead 2-1. And from there, Kent Tocovey and the We Are Family Disco Playing Pirates, however, captured their second championship over the Orioles in eight years, however, and gave them their last World Series to remember. So it was 39 years ago tonight, however, that the Pirates won both the 79 Classic and the 71 Classic against Earl Weaver, Jim Palmer, and the Baltimore Orioles. Thank you very much. Thank you very much there. Uh, what was that? Uh, like I said, we're going to be definitely keeping an eye on the game, and we can, I'm just going to get an update on that game real quick again. I can tell you, hold on a second, it is still 1-1 in the last of the sixth. Okay. All right. Thank you, very, thank you very much here, J.D. I do, I do greatly appreciate that there. Uh, <clears throat> and, of course, John, thank you very much for your your quick rest in the story here tonight. I do greatly appreciate that there as well. Thank you. 
Right, welcome and let me do this one more time before we get started with, of course, the our fun part of the evening here, folks. Let's give you this one more time. 1605-562-0444. Call ID 141-387-POUND. This is episode 123 of WWS Outside the Ropes. This is, of course, uh, Wednesday, October 17th, 2018. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw. Yeah, 10718, and tomorrow will be 101818. Yes, it will. Very interesting. Um, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, here with you here tonight. Uh, brief rundown of what will be taking place the rest of the, rest of the night. Uh, don't forget it. Don't forget in about an hour we'll have WWS wrestling debate. As they, of course, the Madness Kingdom will bet will will pull their chairs up to the table and discuss everything going discuss everything from Raw to SmackDown to what happened this past Sunday at Bound for Glory and what will be coming up here, of course, with Evolution and of course even possibly WWE Crown Jewel if they still decide to do it, which I. It's been back and forth on that topic, and of course, I'll be probably talking about that as well. So be sure to join us for the debate coming up at 139-925-POUND for that, for, for that. And also, of course, don't forget our next episode, WWS Revolution, coming up in two hours. We will, of course, have our wrestling news reviews, history, and birthdays. Plus, we'll talk about we'll, we'll, we'll do round two of our discussion over the next before this past Sunday. Also, we'll talk about what happened last time with SmackDown 1000. Plus, we'll have some other fun stuff in store here as well. Some some other announcements possibly, but you never know what we'll have on hand. And we will bring you some, we'll bring you some, we'll bring you some great talk. Of course, coming up at nine o'clock. Our live video feed will be, of course, tonight from ECWS. This is. And I can't talk right now because that there that that sound that feedback is. Uh, thank you, there, John. Appreciate All it. All right, I'm here. All right, appreciate it, sir. Thank you, bud. Uh, and so be sure to join us for that, of course, for wrestling debate and for revolution. It's revolution one three eight zero five five pound coming up. That's for the rest of our. That's for that's for the remainder of our evening here on the radio network. I think. Uh, hmm. Let's see. Uh. Okay, okay, I, okay, I got it. Oh, this is good. This is good. You know what? I think I found this one was done back on September 26th of this year. I think this, I think uh, y'all will definitely enjoy this. Uh, so, so JD, if you and John are ready to go, we'll go ahead and give her a try. All right. Okay. Okay, here we go. Here, one, two, three, four, and five hundred. The categories are the following. Chicago history, Spielberg movies. Sports mascots, number ones, and TV sitcoms. Very interesting. Category. And of course, I thought the other answer would be number twos. <laughs> <laughs> Who does number two work for? And I, Who does number two work for? Yeah, and I just took a number two, too. <laughs> okay. no, 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 JD, no disrespect to you and John. Both of you remind me of UPS. So that, that's what, what Brown did for me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, JD, uh, please go ahead and start off, man. Let's go. You know what? Chicago sports history sounds good, so let's go with the start of Chicago sports history for 400. It's a Chicago history. I don't know if there's any sports in it, but I mean, it's a Chicago history. Okay, sorry. For how much, you said? 400. 400, okay. Chicago history for four. Well, it could be some sports in it. I don't know, JD, but let's see. Let's test your knowledge. Like, we need to do that, JD. <laughs> JD, what year did the Chicago Bears move to Soldier Field? What year? What year? 1969, I'm going to say. That's your final? Yeah. You guessed you were close, 1971. Ooh. Well, just about two years. I mean, it's, it, 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 that's, yeah. but you were close. Not too far off. Not too far off. John, you're up next. All right. What's the categories? I'll repeat them one more time for John. Chicago history, Spielberg movies, sports mascots, number ones, and TV sitcoms. Uh, number one. For how much? 500. 500 and number one. Okay, here we go. Okay. <clears throat> 
All right, John. Her 1991 rendition of the national anthem became a number one hit. Whitney Houston. That's your final? Yes. Great guess, John. You're right. It was Whitney Houston. Good job. Nice. JD, you're up. I'm going to take, however, what was the second category? One after the one you did? Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I'm coming. I'll be there in a minute. Gosh. <laughs> there you go. All this a while. Let's do Spielberg movies for 500. Spielberg movies was the second category. Spielberg movies for 500. 500 Spielberg movies for five. All right, JD. All right, JD. This Spielberg sequel came 17 years after the last film in the series and is his second highest grossing film to date. Okay, 17 years after the sequel. After the last film in the series and his second highest grossing film to date. I should know this. I should know this. I'm going to take a guess. I know I'm going to be wrong on the answer because it's three years apart. No, give me a minute. Hold on. Let me think. Okay, no, think. Okay, go ahead. sequel. I'm thinking, I know a lot of Spielberg films. Right, okay. Pass. I, I, I'm going to kick myself once I know the answer. I'm going to say pass. Final decision? Yeah. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That's the one I was th I was thinking originally, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. That's why I, I, that's why I was going to say Indiana Jones, but I didn't know which Indiana Jones I was going to go with. That's the thing I was thinking. The uh, the other one that you said. Hello. I think one day like that, there was a lot of like, like sequels based on like uh, past movies that came out around that year. I think Di a Die Hard sequel came out. I think, yeah. a Ram I think a Rambo sequel came out that year. Rambo did, yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. John, you're up next, sir. Okay, Chicago for 400. JD did that one first. Chicago for 500. Chicago for five, all right. Mm -hmm. all right. <clears throat> uh, excuse me for just one second there, gentlemen. Excuse me. Hello. Hey. Yes, we're looking for sex. Okay, go ahead. Oh. Okay. Right into the door. The wrong rotors were on it. Well, when they hit the little computer up there, up there over there at, at H and H, they said that cylinder number four was misfiring. That's all it said. Well, that sounds good then. Okay, that's no problem. I'll get you later. All right. Sorry there, guys. My dad, uh, my dad and I had to put my car in the shop today. Uh, it was I've been having some problems. But uh, they got an update about they're going to do going to do a little bit at a going to try to do a little bit at a time. 
at least get it back on the road so that way it will stop giving me some problems. So there you go. Sorry about that. So I think it was John's turn. Yes. Okay. Sorry about that. Everybody's doing okay. All right. Uh, all right. John uh, in Chicago history for 500. Here is your here is your question. Who was the second African American mayor of Chicago? Hmm. I don't know. Is that your final decision? Yes. Eugene Sawyer, second African American mayor of Chicago. Okay. JD, you're up next. Number one's for 300. One for 300. Okay. All right, JD. JD, the band Coldplay scored a number one hit with this song in 2008. Uh, Coldplay, 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 Coldplay. Ah, uh, crap, Howard. Um, I'm going to say Howard uh, higher. I don't know. I'll answer that. that. Okay, John. Go ahead, John. Viva La Vida. John's right. What it was, Viva La Vida. Yeah, I should have known that. You're right. Good one, Don. I should have known that one. Damn it. All right, Good John, you're, John, you're up next. Right. Number one, number ones again for uh, 400. 400 and number ones, okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, John. Blurred Lines, which was recorded by Robin Thicke, was accused of plagiarizing this Marvin Gaye song. Um, give me a hint. Um, uh, no, I don't listen to a whole lot of Marvin Gaye, so um, I didn't know Marvin was gay. No, I'm speak <laughs> okay, <so. laughs> okay, okay. So, oh, you didn't hear me say that. Um, well, John, I can't, really, yeah, I can't really think of, I can't really think of a hint. Sexual healing, that's your final answer, yeah. That's a good guess. The answer is got to give it up. Uh, no, I won't give it up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's it. Well, they have it. Yeah. No. Okay, JD, you're up next. All right. I'm going to take Spielberg movies for 200. Yeah, good guess, John, by the way. Very good guess. Spielberg Thank movies. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. JD. This Spielberg film featured Anthony Hopkins as former president John Adams. Uh, John Adams. Anthony Hopkins was John Adams. Uh, I know this too, and I just saw this too, not too long ago. Uh, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> All right, I think I know this one. Um, I'll need the first hint, though. Starts with the letter A. Amistad? That's your final answer? Yeah. That's it. Amistad. I mean, that was the best one I could come up with. Best hint I could come up with. It starts with an A. Uh, a what? I don't know. A-hole? <laughs> okay. No. John, I'm just picking. Go ahead, John. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I know you're picking, but I'm picking two, but I'm going to pick two. <laughs> I'm going to pick ahead. on you guys there, too. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes. <laughs> okay, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Touche. All righty. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's go with Chicago history for two hundred. Chicago history for two. Here you go. All right, John. This Chicago mayor died during an assassination attempt on future president Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Know a little bit of Chicago history, but I don't know about this one. I know this one. JD, you want? Okay, go ahead, JD. Who is the Honorable Richard Daly? Good guess, Anton Cermak. 
Oh, man, I thought it was Daly, because I was thinking of Donald oh. Richard M. Daly. That's where they got that Picasso. Yep. All right, J.D., you're up next. Okay, let's go with our, what's uh, the last category of the group? Last one was TV sitcoms that has not been touched. Let's start with that for 400. 400 and TV sitcoms. Okay, J.D.? J.D., this TV sitcom spun off two other shows, including The Ropers. What is Three's Company? That's my final answer. Got it. Three's Company. I'm not going to go. I never heard. I never heard. I never heard of that uh, TV, The Ropers. Well, it was, it was, it was uh, Mr. Mr. The guy from uh, uh, Mr. It was the guy, Mr. Hurley from uh, the TV show. Uh, the um, Three's Company, and it was like it only lasted a short time. It wasn't a very long show. That's why. That's mm-hmm. why I've never heard of it. All right, John, you're up next. Okay. TV sitcoms for three hundred. Sitcoms for three. Here you go. Okay. <clears throat> okay, uh, John. This TV show about an African American middle class family set in Chicago. Featured an annoying next-door neighbor who became an endearing character. Um, hint. Urkel. 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 Family Matters. That's your final answer? Yep. Yep, yeah, it was Family Matters, yes. <clears throat> yeah. Can I do that? I was watching a clip, but I don't know if you've seen that, heard about that show on E called about the Hollywood Medium. I don't know if you've seen that or not. Yeah, I heard something about that, yeah. I saw a clip on YouTube of him interviewing Jaleel White, and he was talking about, he got emotional when they're talking about one of the girls that was on Family Matters who died. Michelle Thomas. Michelle Thomas. Yeah, Yeah, she was a very good actress, yes. Got very, he got very emotional. He kept telling that medium that he was Googling this, all, all this stuff. He didn't believe it. So, yeah. uh, JD, you're up next. Let's go with Spielberg for 100. Spielberg 100, okay. All right. <clears throat> JD, the name of the package service Tom Hanks' character in the movie Castaway worked for. FedEx, and that's my final answer. Did right there overnight. That's right. It's FedEx. <laughs> or of course, like I said, if you don't get it, you'll get upset. Just call on fed up. <laughs> okay, uh, John, you're up next. That was a bad joke. All right, all right. I'm gonna go back to number one for one hundred. One for one hundred. Okay, John. John, this R&B group scored a number one hit in 1990 with a song called. The Kissing Game. NWA? That's your final answer? Yeah. Band was called High Five. Oh. Self High Five. That's the only thing I can think of. All right, uh, JD, you're up next. I'm going to do Chicago history. What's left in the Chicago uh, category? One and three. Three. Three hundred in Chicago history. Okay, JD. JD, this stadium was built to honor soldiers who fought in World War One. Wrigley Field. That's my final answer. Soldier Field. I got this one. Oh, I already, that was already done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He answered, John. So, but, but yeah, I already told yeah, him. I this. tried it because. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I have here with Soldier Field. Right. And I'm going to take the Chicago for 100. Not Chicago history. Okay, John, here it is. John, the Great Chicago Fire took place during this year. Great Chicago Eighteen seventy-one. That's your final answer. Yes. Yep, indeed. Eighteen seventy-one. 
RJD Chicago history is no longer in that, is no longer in play. Let's do. Uh, and oddly enough, it was not. It was nine years ago. To this, it was uh, nine days ago that it happened in 1871. Oh, very interesting. RJD. Spielberg movies. What's left in that category? Three, four. Four. 400 of Spielberg movies, okay? All right. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Uh, JD, this Spielberg blockbuster about a perilous dinosaur theme park was based on a novel written by this attorney. What is Jurassic Park? And that's my final answer. I also need the name of the author. Michael Crichton. There you got it. That's it. I'm back. All right, right, John. And and John, let me go ahead and tell you what we have left left in play. Spielberg movies, 300. Number one's 200. TV sitcoms, one, two, and five. And sports mascots has not been touched. I'm going to touch that for 400. Well, I wish you wouldn't do it in front of me. (laughs) Okay. Uh, you You said 400 in that? Okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Uh, okay. I know how to do this. This is this one is actually one involving pictures, but I think I might be able to kind of help you out here, and in giving you like a like a clue, so that way you'll know what I'm talking about. John, he is the mascot for the uh, pro. For, for the NFL team in Minnesota. Um, Meads. I got it. Got it, JD. Go ahead. Goal. What is the Vikings? I'm going to give it to you. What I was in was the name of the was his actual name of the mascot of, of the team, and the but I'll give it to you. It's Victor the Viking, and Victor is spelled just like um, I think Victor from the Ascension, V I K T O R. V I K T O R. Yeah. V I K T O R. Yeah. M O U S E. Bob Baloney has a first name. It's B O N E R. Okay, okay, that sounds bad. You're you're up next. All right, let's do uh, mascots for two hundred. Mascots for two, okay. Uh, let's see here. Let me, let me look at it here. Uh, okay. Uh, he is JD. He is the mascot for the pro basketball team for the NBA team in Chicago. What is the bull? And there's my final answer. Benny the bull. bull. Uh, Benny, Benny the bull. Benny the bull. He's not full of bull either. <laughs> of course, one person that would know that probably would be Michael Jordan, but I'll just say that. that okay. True. There you go. John, you're up next. Okay. All righty. Mascots again for 200. Uh, JD just did that. Oh, uh, 500. 500 in sports mascots, okay. Okay. Uh, all right, JD. All right, John. He. Okay. I need that. If you can, I need the name of the mascot. That's what I need. Okay. 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 He is the mascot for the Major League Baseball team in Milwaukee. Okay. All right, I need I need I need a name. I need his name. Bernie Brewer. That's your final answer. Yes. That's it. It's Bernie Brewer. That's it. All right, JD, you're up next. Before you guys go on, you want to hear something really weird? This lady, this is no joke, found something that she wasn't expecting. 
a 15-foot-long python hiding in her crapper. Oh! 15-foot! Oh, I'm not kidding you. I'm dead. Talk about a huge... I mean, this thing is big we're talking. She's a woman 63 years old. I'd almost kill over and have a heart attack. I saw something like that. Well, talk about snake in the toilet. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, that's terrible. All right, J.D., uh, man, I, I, my goodness. Well, I hope they got rid of that thing. I hope so. They did. They, they, they did get rid of it. Excellent. Very good. J.D., here's what we have left. Spielberg movies, 300. Sports mascots, one and three. Number one's 200. And TV sitcoms, one, two, and five. Sitcoms for five. Sitcoms for five. Okay, J.D., here it is. All right, all right, J.D., this popular sitcom was canceled in 1985 despite being in the top 20 TV shows based on Nielsen ratings. All right, I'll need a hint here. Moving on up. What was the Jeffersons, and that's my final answer. There you go, that's great. Why would they want to cancel that when it was a very popular show? Yeah, I know, like 10 years or something like that, yeah. And L.A. is winning now, guys, to give you an update, 3-1 to one, as we go to the 7th inning. Thank you, JD. Appreciate that. John, you're up next. Big comes for 100. For one. Okay, John. All right. Um, <clears throat> John, this TV, this TV sitcom featured a, a little brown man from outer space. It? Uh, well, his name actually, actually stood, uh, oh, hold on. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, I know in addition to being a second, there was also a Saturday morning cartoon. Mm, don't know. That's your final decision? Yep. Alf. <laughs> of course, it stood for Alien Life. Basically, that's mm-hmm. yeah. and believe it or not, I think they showed an episode where he hosted Johnny Carson's show at one time. Oh, I think I remember that. Uh, JD, you're up next. I'll do Spielberg and close it out. Spielberg movies for three. JD's gonna take care of that. All right, JD, here you go. JD, Oprah Winfrey made her big screen debut playing Sophia in this 1985 Spielberg film. What was the color purple? And that's my final answer. Absolutely right, sir. Okay, dokie. Spielberg that was movie. a good movie, by the way. Spielberg movies is now gone. Uh, John, sports mascots one and three. The ones two hundred and TV sitcoms two. Sports mascots for three hundred. Sports mascots for three. Here you go. Okay. Uh. Okay. This is going to be interesting. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I, I, that's the best way I can do this. So, so forgive me here. This, 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 this mascot is for one of one of the major league baseball teams in New York, and his and his head it looks like a baseball. Can't figure it out. Ad, you want to take it? What's the question again? Sorry. This major league baseball, this mascot for a major league baseball team, for one of the major league baseball teams in New York, has a baseball for a head. Mr. Met. There you go. It's Mr. Met. That's it. All right, JD, sports mascots 100, number ones, and TV sitcoms both have 200. 200 for sitcoms. Not TV sitcoms, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. When I say this actor's name, I don't think I'm not going to need to go any further on this. JD, this sitcom star David Hasselhoff and featured a tar- talking car known as Kit. Really? Come on, Michael. Night Rider. That's right. Come on, Michael. I've now come equipped with a dildo. <laughs> mm-hmm. No yeah. means no. What was it? Jeff Ross said, however, that's how David Hasselhoff throws a. Yeah, Kit was being blown in the gas hole. <laughs> Y'all right, I'll find that clip. Hold on a second. Okay, here we go. 
Y'all remember uh, I when that dick joke? Uh, well, we must pay gratitude to tonight's I'm still here. master, still here. Seth. Great job tonight, man. Y'all remember, remember when Hasselhoff hosted Raw? That was funny. I like that. Did the lifeguard thing? Oh, man. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's see. John, it's your turn. Sports mascots 100 or number one's 200, whichever one's left, it will be the last question. Both of y'all won't answer. Go ahead, John. All right, 90 sitcom for two, TV sitcom for 200. Okay, JD took that one already. Uh, sports mascots for 100 or number one's for 200? Uh, number one's for 200. Okay, all right. All right, uh, John. This song is Whitney Houston's first. Here it is, number right here. Here, I found the clip. Oh. No means no, Michael. There you go. There you go. John, this song is Whitney Houston's first number one single. Um, I will always love you. Good guess, John. Saving all my love for you. Okay. And one more here, guys, and both of y'all will answer this. This is in the category of sports mascots, so here we go. Okay, let's see. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. This is funny. <laughs> All right, J.D. and John, listen very carefully. This mascot is – this green, hairy mascot is for a Major League Baseball team in Pennsylvania. <laughs> J.D., yes. <laughs> What's the question again? This green hairy character is the mascot for a major league baseball team in Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. The Philly Fanatic, and that's my final answer. John. Um, I'm still here. Okay. Did you hear? Did you hear the question? No, I didn't. The question was: This green, this big green, furry mascot is the mascot for a major league baseball team in Pennsylvania. Uh, is it Philadelphia Phillies? I'm going to give it to you. I'm, both, both of y'all got it. it's the Philly fanatic. Yes, you got it. Y'all both have it. Okay. Y'all did. Y'all oh, wow. did a fine job, guys. Fine job with that. It was definitely a good question, sir. Very good. Uh, JD or John, anything you wish to add before we close out outside the ropes tonight? Uh, not really. Sorry. Okay. Um, I, I have not much to say, however. I mean, basically, I'm going to – we're going to have a lot to say, obviously. We're going to talk a little bit more about the uh, Crown Jewel show maybe on outside the ropes tonight, but you never know. We're going to have a few other surprises in store. But get ready. It should be very, very interesting. Yep. All righty. Well – and I'm leaving myself, too. So, Chad, I'll see you in a few minutes before Revolution starts. Might be on a little bit late. Might come on a little bit early. But but I'll let you all know when, when I get here. Okay. No problem, John. We appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye. Take care, John. All right. And, uh, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, coming up in about 25 minutes, don't forget uh, the next episode of WWS Wrestling Debate. Of course, like I said, uh, Raw, SmackDown, uh, Bound for Glory, of course, uh, Evolution, Crown Jewel. They'll be talking about it. We're here, folks, coming up here in about 25 minutes from now. 
for the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. This is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much for joining us for episode 123 of Outside the Ropes. And we'll be back here next Wednesday night at 6.30 to bring you some more pop culture news and views. And also, of course, some more fun with our pop culture Jeopardy, of course, movie trivia challenge indeed. Outside the Ropes 123 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are three years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your pop culture connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We'll see you in the ring. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless everyone. And we'll talk at you at 20, in 25 minutes for wrestling debate. And then we'll be back on, I'll be back on at 9 o'clock for Revolution. Take care. Have a great evening, folks. This is the WWS Radio Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.